0: And a good evening, happy Wednesday to each and every one of you out there currently watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. Coming to you live from the Gold Live Vegas studios here in the heart. See the little segue thing there, the little thing I did there? The heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. I am Aaron Phillips, Scott Hosey at the dais, Matt Mullen at the dais, Jason Piper on the casting couch. You can leave that for whatever it's worth. Aaron Ellicus on the board as always, and more importantly, you, the fan out there with your eyeballs. Tonight, gentlemen, we have a great show. Why don't you share, share with what we got going on?
1: Well, first of all, we have... <laughs> our Sorry, I didn't mean to wake you up, fellas. Yeah. First of all, we have our normal <laughs> run of things, but we have, like you said, a heart. Ross yeah. Hart will be in yes. in just a few minutes. That was the little thing I was yeah, trying to get exactly. out there. Exactly. See if anybody caught it. And he'll be talking about Stampede Wrestling along with a lot of the things that you might want to ask. So if you want to call in, give us a call, share us in the chat room, uh, ask the questions in the chat room, and we can actually talk to him about Twitter. Don't oh, forget Twitter. We have Twitter now. Tweet too. us. Tell us. Tell him, Matt.
2: At TCA702, use hashtag Thoughtscount anywhere, and it'll come up on the screen and We'll ask whatever question you want.
0: But they don't have to go just on our page to do the hashtag. They can tweet from their own page. Yeah,
2: you tweet from your own page, and you put hashtag thoughts count anywhere. And it'll come up on our news feed on the screen.
0: Absolutely. So we can share questions there. We're monitoring the chat room. And, of course, our phone numbers, if you're here within the United States, 702-329-6947. 702-329-6947. If you're out of the country, 855 502 one, check out the crawl that's there as well. You can see some of the news and events within the Wrestling World crawling at the bottom of the page and also a little message about
1: advertising is there as well, Mr. Scott. Absolutely. If you'd like to advertise on our show here or any of our other shows, which is Power Play Sports Collectibles, you have the Twin Brothers show and you'll just give us a call or send us an email at info@thoughtscountrywhere.com. At
0: and of course, we'll be in watch right now on YouTube. Right? Yeah, Go. we're on YouTube. I'm sorry to mean to wake you up, Matt. It's okay. Oh, I'm away. <laughs> Jason, I'll have to come to you next, okay? So we got our YouTube channel. We're also live on the Go Live app. Yep. Okay. You can download that if you want to just catch the audio. And we're just all over the place. That's the bottom line. All right, before we get to our special guest tonight, I do believe we have a couple of quick and I mean quick topics, and I hear voices. Number one, Stinger. Talk about that,
2: Matt. With Sting's contract up in WWE, there's rumors he might be going to AEW. But with him not being able to wrestle and with his age, what could he do really? Except for, there was rumors he was going to hand the belt to whoever won the TNT tournament. But that kind of been... Apparently that's been changed. That's been changed to Mike Tyson. Yeah. So maybe it's just a presence
0: kind of thing. You know, adds credibility maybe if, if Sting comes down the ring with somebody. I don't
1: know. Yeah, he'd be a horrible manager or caretaker, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I mean, what, what what could he be? I mean, he's got to be in the ring. Uh, even as a special guest referee, he doesn't work. Um, he, he's probably best staying with WWE for the, the media exposure. If he wants to sell more hats, T-shirts, and action figures, which, by the way, got pulled um, <laughs> because of his contract, you might want to stay where the money is right now. And I know everybody's going to say, Tony Khan, Tony Khan and money. Unless you sell hats and t-shirts and merchandise, mm-hmm. wrestling does not make money. Speaking of merchandise, check out the new hats we got. Thoughts count anywhere. Who, gave
0: it, who did these for us? you want to give them a little pop? Oh, uh, yeah, actually. Do we want to wait to get the whole order first? We'll
1: get the whole order. But fantastic <laughs> embroidery over at the Boulevard, Boulevard Mall. Mall. There you yes, go. Yes, where Power Play Sports Collectibles is. They uh, do all my embroidering for Power Play Sports Collectibles. And now, thoughts count anywhere. There you go. All right, one quick other topic. Ray Mysterio falls off
0: the roof at Money in the Bank. <laughs> Miraculously, he's back on the show Monday night at Raw, and he decides, uh, Seth Rollins apparently decides to help him stick his eyeball in the, in the steps, and is he on the way out, gentlemen?
2: I could see him possibly doing something with another promotion. He's gone and done stuff with, like, Lucha Underground and came back, and I can see AEW wanting him or something. Mm-hmm. I see him staying with WWE where... His he's son is coming up
0: in the in the organization too, isn't
2: he? Yeah, he said his ultimate goal is to have a tag team match with his son before he retires like his dad did with him. Right. So if he goes anywhere else, that dream's is
0: Right. Jason, how about you? What's your thoughts on Mysterio? Sorry, I didn't mean to wake you up over there. It's okay.
3: Uh, it's the same thing. It's, uh, Ray Ray has uh, spent quite a few years with WWE after right. he left with WCW and moved over. So it would be only fitting to see him keep his legacy right there with his son.
0: Absolutely, I totally agree. I'd be surprised if he goes uh, elsewhere. Thomas shares, uh, he doesn't see Ray leaving. Um, Kelby shares with us that uh, they ran into Ray at the Vegas Toy-Con. So we appreciate everybody that's in the chat room. But now without further ado, let me do this quick introduction. Um, our guest tonight, Mr. Ross Hardy is a Canadian, American retired professional wrestler, promoter, trainer, booker, TV producer, coach and actor. Hart is a member of the Hart wrestling family and the second youngest son of Stu and Helen Hart. He is best known for his work in Stampede Wrestling as well as WWE. Please welcome to the show at this moment, Mr. Ross Hart. Welcome, sir. How are you tonight? Do you have his pod up? We do not hear him. Okay, go again. Hi, I'm Ross.
4: <laughs> hey, how are you guys doing? Can you there you me? are.
0: There he is. We got you now. The our Aaron E fell at the sleep. Uh, fell asleep okay. at the switch. Sorry about that. Welcome to Thoughts Count Anywhere. We appreciate you taking time with us tonight.
4: Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Well, listen, you know, there's obviously so many different questions and directions we can go, but I I think for me, uh, obviously we could talk about the legacy and the family lineage, but I think when you hear the word heart, most people attribute the second word dungeon to that. (laughs) Um, So, you know, how did that all come about? I know your, your dad was obviously in the business and how did that bloodline funnel down to the rest of the family to want to be involved?
4: Well, um, as far as the dungeon, that was the training center. Uh, if, if you wanted to step in the ring, you had to go through the dungeon and my dad. And uh, that was a very hard initiation because, uh, you know, it it was meant to teach guys respect for wrestling and uh, to, to show them submission wrestling so they could use it if they had to. If they had to defend themselves against other shooters or... if uh, uh, a brawl emerged with another wrestler or if you were just uh, challenged by, a, you know, a fan or a mark, you know, and not all fans are push Sometimes you'd get a, a rodeo star or some construction worker, uh, you know, that wanted to take you on, uh, would challenge you in, in a bar or uh, uh, at a rodeo or sometimes at a show, and, um, you know, you knew, you had to know how to defend yourself. So, so um, you know, the dungeon was, was the training center for so many Great stars you know uh, including my brothers uh, you know, a lot of them got their start there a lot of them uh, worked out there after they would broken in somewhere else but uh, you know and considering it's just a one-room place with a small ceiling and uh, no open windows or air conditioning um, it, it's, it's amazing how many great stars uh, came, came. Right. From the yeah anybody over six
0: feet looks like they might have had a problem Scott
1: <laughs> well, I heard a lot of stories from uh, Nick Bachwinkle who was like my father in the business good good dear friend for many years especially when he moved here to Vegas he would tell me about, yeah. he would tell me about the dungeon and stew, you know and he came you know for the you know AWA with the Ganyas so the dungeon and the barn are just historic for you know training and, and working out those kids that had the dreams and then after the first 10 minutes in the ring or even before they get in the ring, the old days, you couldn't even get in the ring for quite a while. It, it was over. So, you know, the, the days of, you know, the dungeon and the barn with the Ganya, I, I honestly wish they'd come back because I see so many schools out there now um, that just, you know, high spots, this, that. And they're not really teaching the basics. So, you know, from for your aspect, Ross, how long was it before, you know, let's say Jason, a kid coming in, how long... For the dungeon, before he actually saw the ring,
4: uh it really varied, you know. Uh, for, for some guys, they got a crash course in the dungeon, especially if they were, say, football players or maybe boxers getting a transition and uh, taking a crash course before uh, they wrestled. Sometimes because of an ankle, but but for most guys, uh, it was usually, you know, ten to twelve months, you know, of working out with my dad two to three times a week and. For so my dad that was sort of his uh, release, you know, all, all day he was uh working on uh, the shows, getting the wrestlers to the shows, uh taking phone calls from, from different wrestlers and promoters and the evenings uh, when he was home, when he wasn't on the road, you so know that was his uh, his time in the dungeon and uh you know he he considered some of them to be kind of like guinea pigs, you know, uh, to keep his own strength and conditioning up. Uh, a lot of them uh, he, he viewed as pretty good prospects. And if they kept coming back to him after the first few sessions, my dad saw something in them. And, uh, you know, they usually get their chance to, to break in, you know, within a year.
1: The picture that's up on the screen now is a great picture from the CAC uh, when the Hart family got the uh, induction there. Um uh, Great, yeah, that was when it? my dad
4: was inducted. Yeah.
1: Yep. Great, great family, and then you know, off to the side, yeah, Bobby Heenan, one of the greats of all time, sitting there also. So that was just a great picture by itself.
4: Yeah, it, it really was. I think that was uh, maybe the last time my dad went to the second last year uh, before he passed away. But uh, um, you know, it, it was great. You know, he was he was inducted in the cauliflower alley and different pro wrestling hall of fames in the WWE as well. So so uh, it, it, it's great that he got the, the recognition for what he did for the sport this is the pro wrestling hall of fame there there that was no sure ah uh, geez um you know it's different levels you know as, as far as uh shooters and really uh good mat wrestlers uh, george Gordianko luther lindsey uh, who, who trained a lot with my dad um for uh you know and there was just so many for best overall workers uh, guys who did who did work out or t- train in the dungeon maybe not necessarily with my dad but they uh they um, had some workouts there and we taught some uh lessons to some aspiring rookies but uh billy robinson uh, dory and terry Von carly race um you know and, and some of the best bowlers would have been abdul the butcher uh, the stopper dr d david schultzman um you know these are all uh great money makers for our territory and uh on different levels i just have so much respect for all of them jason do you have a,
0: i'm sorry jason you have a question no you're good so so talk about stampede wrestling um obviously the initial stampede started back i believe it was 1985. Um, And then you started it back up, I believe, in 1999. Talk about Stampede Wrestling and what that meant to Canada as an organization and, quite frankly, to the alumni that not only came through the dungeon but the folks that wrestled through Stampede that went on to the WWEs, the NWAs, et cetera. Yeah, well, actually, uh, the history of Stampede dates back
4: to 1948. Uh, My dad first started promoting in Edmonton and then – the promotion in Calgary in 1952 and we, we ran all the way till the end of 1989 so uh, it was pretty amazing but um, you know we we taped live shows at the pavilion unlike uh, the studio versions of uh, other shows we, we taped our uh, matches at the live shows you know when we found 1,500 2,000 people uh, pretty regularly and um, uh, it was just it was a uh, a live show that was edited in a few hours and aired the next day, you know, so it didn't have uh, a lot of the glitzy special effects and uh, high-tech that uh, shows later did. But, but for uh, spontaneity and live action and uh, incredible interviews, um, you know, I, I think it was one of the most entertaining shows um, in the industry. You know, and we And we always had the uh, highest TV ratings at the time. But uh, um, what made Stampede, so unique because it was a blend of styles from so many different influences uh we had a, a lot of uh, top guys that came from europe especially the uk uh, you know i think really starting with billy robinson and uh les thornton and jeff Ports, and uh uh years later dynamite kid and davy boy smith uh really just uh um revolutionized wrestling in the 1980s but we had a lot of uh top guys from uh, japan as well like mr Ido and mr sakurata um uh, a lot of great stars from from the u.s uh, some from mexico uh but it just just so many different uh, cross sections of styles and uh, they they all planted together and worked very well you know so it was, uh, it was just a great variety of, of looks and styles and um wrestlers had to work hard it was a, it was a territory based on, on solid work and looking convincing and believable that had to come first before your interview skills right. or uh, the outfit you wore in the room but uh you know and uh, i think that's what made stampede so successful we, right on we were just influenced by one style it was a cross-section from all over the world
0: ross we actually have a couple of questions that have actually filtered into the chat room i want to remind everybody that the phone numbers I can't do this as much as I would really like to, or right down there. Toll free, 8555. 855- <laughs> I can never do that. 502 4321, 502 4321. If you're outside the U.S., if you're within, 702 329 6947. So the first question I'm going to share with you comes from a fan that we call the Chief, Thomas Glenn. Did the Von Eriks ever train in the dungeon with
4: Stu? Um, none of the Suns did. Fritz Von Eric did. Uh, Jack Atkinson, Fritz wrestled for us, I think, uh, in the mid to late 50s. Um, I think he was tag-teamed with Lou Schoberg, but I think he worked out in in the dungeon. I don't know if my dad uh, stretched Fritz. Fritz would have been a, a pretty tough kid. Uh, you know, he was 6'4", uh, like 260, uh, pretty good shape, but um, I think he definitely trained and worked out in, in the dungeon. Waldo Water did as well, although uh, they weren't actually related, but they did wrestle as a it's a tag team years later, but uh, none of the, uh, the sons were ever uh, in the dungeon. I think Kevin uh, visited it when he came to Owen's funeral in 1999, but um, right. uh, unfortunately we never had the Von Ericks up. They would have been uh, great because they're a family of wrestling, just sure. like the Hearts. Sure. In, Could, you imagine Texas, that? Yeah. Could
0: you imagine that relationship, the Hearts and the Von Erics I mean, no, that would awesome. have, have been off the charts. Matt, do you have a question from anybody there?
2: Yeah. Um, I got a question on my own, actually. Okay. Um, when, WrestleMania 26, when the whole Hart family was involved with Brett and Vince's match, how was it to be, like, involved in WrestleMania, having the whole family there surrounded by that many people? How was that experience?
4: Um, it was great to have the family there. I mean, we had the um, entire family there pretty much to celebrate my dad's induction in the Hall of Fame and, and uh, I guess, partake in the, this lumberjack match with Brett Vince McMahon but that was kind of a disappointment actually the the way that match was scripted where there's like 10 hearts on the outside and, and um, we're all ganging up on on Vince even though he had done some dastardly things to Brett and uh Vince had no uh you know uh allies or anybody on the outside of the ring you know that to me just didn't make any sense and I thought the match was kind of disappointing even though Brett got his uh revenge you know for the montreal screw job and all but uh the match itself was kind of disappointing the the hall of fame induction and having the whole family there together for photo ops and uh or just a celebration of uh my dad's induction in wrestlemania that that was a lot of fun oh
0: we have we have another comment if you want to share that one that came thomas
1: glenn chief said ed Ed whalen is a great announcer definitely you know in the mix there so one of our comments from our good time listeners long time listeners
0: absolutely as a matter of fact it must be something in the water with people named thomas because another <laughs> fan thomas burnett asks now i know you basically had a drink of water within the wwf at the time in ring action but he asks did you ever have any interest in ever going to the wwf perhaps post wrestling career where there are other opportunities for you offered to get involved with them and if so did you turn them down just kind of give some history about that
4: not really, you know. Um, when we retired with with Stampede at the end of '99, then I, I pursued a teaching career. Realistically, I, I didn't have a, a realistic chance of making it as a wrestler. You know, I was, I was maybe 210 pounds at the the most. I was a pretty small guy in a big man's world, and you know, and marginal talent. You know, I, I might have been lucky to uh, work preliminaries there. Um, so, uh, you know, I. I, I was happy to have a few television matches. Uh, I think in 1990, it was around the time Brett and Jim, I had won the, the tag team title in SummerSlam in Philadelphia, and, and that was great. I got to hang out with uh, Brett and Jim and the Legion of Doom and uh, so many other great stars. But, um, you know, I, I think my role now might be as a historian or as a, as a writer or um, maybe um, adding some perspectives to some of the old classic TV tapes, which WWE has an abundance of in their library, um, so I, I'd be interested in a role like, like that. Now uh, I'm still a teacher, but uh, I have so many uh, fond memories, and I think it's so important that we preserve the preserve the history of wrestling. And, right on. Uh, yeah, right on. you learn so much from from the old territories and uh,
0: and uh, promotions. So sure. Hey, we had another question come in that uh, through the chat
2: room that Matt's going to share with you. Kelby Klein asks, what is your the best match you've ever had?
4: best match I ever had? Oh, boy. Um, you know, sometimes the best matches are, aren't ones that were in front of uh, 5,000 people in a major <laughs> arena, you know. But, uh, um, you know, it was it was probably a tag match uh, my brother Bruce and I had with uh, the Cuban Commandos. I think it was up in Fort Macquarie. There's about 800 fans there. But uh, it, it, it was great. All the fans were live. They were very animated, and uh, you know, it was a thrill for me to team up with Bruce. I didn't get to team up with Bruce too often, but uh, it, it was great, and they were just super guys to work with. They, they called it a great match. They knew how to get their heat, and uh, it really helps if you, uh, if you work with established pros. I have uh, two
0: more questions that have come through the chat room, so I, I'd rather, I think, fire the questions off from our fans than from <laughs> yeah. us. Uh, first question uh, also comes from, from Kelby. Uh, where did it go? Oh, here we go. Who who would you, who's on your wish list to induct into the Stampede Wrestling Hall of Fame that hasn't been yet? Uh, boy. Um, These guys yeah, so, ask good questions, man. We have a very educated yeah. audience out there, Ross. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, I think Lethal Larry Cameron, he was the, the last reigning North American Heavyweight Champion in 1899 uh, when, when the promotion finally closed its doors. And sadly, Larry... Um, Lost his life uh, after he had a heart attack, and uh, I think it was in Hanover, Bremen, Germany. Um, but just a super guy, a great athlete, and uh, just he was on the verge of uh, really uh, making it big in the industry. I think WCW and WWE were interested in, in him at the time. He was a great uh, Afro American. Um, Johnny Smith would have been another. Uh, um, you know, who, who did very well in our promotion went on long time, a pretty successful career in uh, all Japan. Um, you know, those ones uh, come to mind. Uh, I, I think uh, my nephews, Harry and uh, TJ or Tyson Kid, and right. uh, um, even Teddy Hart, who, who worked in the uh, resurrection of Stampede um, from 1999 to about 2004, um, you know, j- just as a... You know, Newer generation stars who were who really well trained, who, who all um, um, got their start in the dungeon, you know, and um, made it very successful in Japan and Mexico and uh, WWE and other promotions. Uh, they would certainly come to mind.
0: Right on. Uh, you've got obviously you've got a plethora of a list. Uh, our listener, Kelby Klein, I mean, she's great. She's sending out hellos to everybody, to all of us here on the show. Even our bird is watching, sending hellos from the bird. We've gone to the birds on this show, yes, haven't we? We have. we have certainly gone. One more question, then we'll let you go. And again, uh, we we appreciate you taking time with us this morning. Um, you kind of touched on the uh, the wrestlers here in the United States that have kind of come through the dungeon. One of our listeners out there, uh, where did it go? Uh, they wanted to know one of your stories from England. I'll find the name here in a second, but oh, Tom Burke. Can you share a wrestling story from England?
4: Uh, yeah, you know, um, Owen and I were walking through the streets of London, I think uh, uh, through the Chelsea district, it was on a Saturday night, and uh, we had the night off. We weren't wrestling at night, and we were pretty young. I think I was about 23, and Owen was about uh, 18, 19. And it was, it was our first promotion we'd actually ever wrestled in. We, we worked in England before we ever had any matches in Stampede in Calgary, but uh, we were encountered by about five guys. They were just uh, some some punks or thugs, and um, they they decided they were going to try and rob us. And uh, anyway, they uh, approached us and kind of surrounded us. And uh, you know, we ended up getting into a brawl with about five of them. I I chased one of them down. Uh, the street and, and got on top of one guy who was just hammering on, on him uh, while I had him on a car and Owen was fighting two other guys. And we actually uh, got through it fine. You know, luckily they, they didn't have weapons or anything. And uh, some police officers were coming from down the street. But, you know, it was funny. And after uh, the fight was over and we came out of it pretty much uh, unscathed, um, we started to kind of take off, so we didn't get arrested by the police because we were foreigners there. Well, that was I good. <laughs> yeah. <off the> curb, <laughs> no, that's a
0: smart move. And, that was a good move. And when I,
4: when I stepped off the curb, all of a sudden I, I sprained my ankle. Like just a, <laughs> oh, jeez. You know, my I not, not even in the brawl or fighting with these guys or chasing after them, and, and then uh, just just uh, walking away after and stepping off the curb. You know, I sprained my ankle, and then uh, you know, I had to wrestle like that for the next three weeks, uh, wrapping and taping my ankle, you know. so But, uh, you know, it was interesting. It was a, a bonding experience for one I sure. and I. Uh, he, he, he certainly held his own. I'm, I'm glad uh, I had him with me because uh, if I had been by myself, even against three or four guys, uh, Sure. You know, my chances wouldn't have been very good. But Ross, that's, we have, that's, a, that's a story I remember from England.
0: We have about 30 seconds left, so I'm going to ask for just whoever comes off the top of your head three current wrestlers or as close to current as possible that today's wrestling fan would know that have come out or have had some uh involvement with the dungeon
4: well uh, i'm gonna sound very partial here but uh um Davy Boy smith jr harry smith um and, uh, tyson kid who's uh injured I, I don't know if he'll ever be able to come back from retirement but he's an agent with the wwe and uh, right. my infamous nephew uh teddy hart you know he seems to be spending more times behind bars than in the <laughs> ring these days but they all uh, <laughs> um you know i think all of, of us here, I, I think yeah. i speak for all of us here that
0: we're glad you said something and not us T- yeah. Teddy's yeah. actually
1: done a couple appearances i know me that's at why, the store so
0: that's, like, yeah. Yeah. that's why it's like no i'm glad he said something yeah. and we didn't put it out there <laughs> yeah.
4: um, but but uh certainly though uh i i think they've all got great potential uh in, in any of the major organizations and uh uh they're very well trained and had great influences on them and wrestling's in their blood so uh right on uh, those three came to mind you know even though sure. i'm somewhat personal to them because they're uh, my nephews yeah well I, I guess i should have put a
0: disclaimer out there non-heart related
4: questions. <laughs> 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 I, I, I have to add my niece to tell you to that honestly. Absolutely, and I, and I was
0: just going to ask that is she still the only is she still the only female that's come up through the dungeon absolutely yep. she is yeah and, we got you know, she,
4: any way we can get her on the show to talk longest about longest running uh, <laughs> female wrestler in the wwe i don't think anyone's uh had a longer contract than her and uh she's she's still uh, a great star i think uh, you know a future world champion um but she just had incredible longevity there uh, right. just just a great worker has a positive attitude she never gets in trouble in the ring and uh just uh, uh an incredible role model for so many females do you know do you know anybody that could possibly help us get
0: natty on the show someday to talk about her experience in the dungeon <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll approach her you
4: know if, i think if she gets a clearance from wwe she'd be happy to be on the show
0: well that would that would be great i, I kind of say that tongue-in-cheek because we know that wwe is involved in all of that but yeah if there's even the slightest chance it would be great to to have her on as well listen Ross, thank you so much. We got to let you go. Absolutely. Listen, we will love to have you come back on because my chat room is blowing up with more questions and stuff. And uh, you know, and any of the heart guys—if Brett's available, he wants to come on. Uh, you know, anybody. Let's do a whole heart thing on the next time around. Absolutely, a heart roundtable.
4: Ross, it was thank, a you, to be Ross. thank you, Ross. Everybody. Okay, all the best. Take care. Thank you so thank much, you. Ross.
0: Regards to everybody there. Ross Hart from the legendary Heart Foundation joining us from uh, the comfort of his home. And again, we thank him for taking the time to do that. And quite frankly, I got to give credit where credit is due. Mr. Aaron Ellicus knows the Hart family because he also originally from the Calgary, uh, Canada area. So he actually asked us last week if we wanted to make this connection. We're like, heck yeah. So thank you, Mr. A.A. Ron E. And of course, welcome to Ross. All right. Thank you to Ross. Okay. With that i don't even remember do we have any commercials to run for 30 seconds i don't even I remember think we have one we have one power there's got one place, place. there's this one sports place all right when we come back on the other side we got more wrestling news to talk about from money in the bank to nxt's announcements to whatever you guys want to talk about phone lines are still open 30 seconds we'll be back right after we hear from our sponsor some power play sports place so hang tight At the Boulevard Mall. All right, we are back live. Thoughts count anywhere. Aaron Phillips, Scott Hosey, Matt Mullen, Jason Piper, Aaron Ellicus. Again, thank you to Ross Hart for joining us. And by the way, before I forget, once again, as always, we thank all of our first responders for everything that they are doing to keep everybody safe now, before, after, moving forward. We we certainly thank you for that. Phone lines are wide open now. Not that they haven't been this entire time, but we appreciate stuff coming through the chat room as well.
1: I have one comment, and that okay. is I love the old-time wrestling. You and I go, yes. you know, with the old folks here. Yep. But, you know, every all these other shows <laughs> <Old> <laughs> have, uh, you know, all the new current wrestlers. Yeah. And I like to talk about the territory days, the AWA, yep. you know, when WWWF was up in the... Triple WF, that's right, worldwide wrestling. Up in the uh, North Atlantic, you had NWA, you had Stampede up in Canada. Here in those territory days, the stories are a lot better, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and what was nice when they went to the different territories, because you did not have internet, you didn't have television, you didn't have cable, you know, these guys, like a like a flair, like a heart, like all these guys, they can go from one territory to another yes. and tell completely different stories.
1: Well, I think I've shared with you and Matt, uh, I had a collection of uh, memorabilia, mm-hmm. for, um, stored my storage unit uh, from Nick Bockwinkle, which is now in the WWE library. Right. Um, one file was great. It was Terry Funk, and I opened his file, and there was the actual western union telegram when he won the nwa world championship wow and it was sent to all the other territories to say make the announcement please recognize terry wow and and i took pictures i took copies you you name it yeah Uh, but it was just that that to me was like history because you know now you pick up your phone your tablet and within seconds you know
0: well wrestling illustrated and those magazines back in the day were the bible for territory news. yes you know? They were the
1: wrestling rags. So. Abs-
0: absolutely. No, that's a great point, though. You know, and look, Ross, all the way up to Stu and everybody that's come through that dungeon, you talk about history. And last week we talked about uh, family dynasties. Yes. And I actually brought up the Heart Foundation, but to me they are a dynasty because of everybody that is associated with that Heart Foundation. Sure. So, Matt, your thoughts, sir? Was... Anything. Thoughts count anywhere. Say, say whatever you <laughs> want. <Okay>.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting. Oh, that line. was
2: really cool. Ross was a... Really cool guest, and hopefully, we can have more members of the Hart Foundation, be great. Hart, the Hart family, on soon.
0: Absolutely, that would be great. All right, time to move on, please. All right, WWE Report. Shall we begin with some comments on Money in the Bank? It was, first of all, it was one of the shortest pay per view. When it ended, I was like, is that all?
1: 6.30 I have, in it, 6.30 in it. Right,
0: it was two and a half hours. It's one of the shortest they've had in like 10 years.
1: I know you're going to ask me one comment. I'm going to have two comments. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Give two, us your top five. Yes, exactly. The only match that I even cared about right. or actually enjoyed was Seth and Drew. That was probably the highlight. I thought the Money in the Bank matches were garbage. And then at least with the Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, you know what's next. You know, you know the theme right. Yeah. So, other than that, they could have thrown that pay-per-view away. I
0: thought it was kind of cool going through the building, and I thought one of the funniest parts of the men's match was being in McMahon's office with uh, AJ and, and Daniel Bryan when they turn around and they kind of fumble to put the chairs back and all that other stuff. I thought it was pretty funny,
2: myself. Yeah. I but. thought it was kind of cool to finally see if there was an actual T-Rex head in his yeah, office That's not. right.
0: Well, there's a story that came out, which is why he didn't want a big tussle in his office, because he was fearful of that dinosaur head getting damaged and falling off the wall. That's why he was standing right in front of <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> exactly. But I, listen, I thought it had moments. Look, they even there was even something that came out about Roman Reigns. We know on TV, all the commentators have been instructed not to mention Roman Reigns' name, but yet throughout the, pay, throughout the Money in the Bank match, they passed, uh, what posters, is it, uh, posters yeah. and stuff. And, and I like the way they even kind of did the thing with AJ, with The Undertaker, and kind of went back to that match with the smoke and the office and yeah. the poster. So I, I like the way they kind of intertwined that. Listen, the underdog won the guys. Otis, I was a little, the, the hokey with the finish, but the guy's afraid of heights. So it was probably the only way they were going to get that done without seeing him go up a ladder. And he was, he was having issues up on the top of the building because he was afraid of heights from what I, from what I read.
1: I know the feeling.
0: Yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then, of course, the aftermath of the women's Money in the Bank, you know, Asuka winning the briefcase, who all thought it was a standard thing. Uh, did anybody see? And apparently, the secret of Becky's pregnancy was truly that. And Asuka, it was
1: truly a secret.
0: Yeah. And Asuka apparently had literally, from what they say, no idea what was about to happen in the opening segment.
1: Yeah. And it was a great, uh, you know, emotional show of, you know, surprise and it kind of broke they all broke character which i think is great mm-hmm. you know it's definitely a big event for becky and seth i wish them well and you know what oscar's got a belt she have one of the horsemen gone I, I see an opening for another lady in wwe matt you want to take that from there was hmm. she
2: under your commercial
1: possibly hmm, like, really see.
2: featured on your commercial yes
0: as the new day would say who who right who could it be Anyway, all right, after the stay on Monday, uh, Money in the Bank, that night, uh, chapter one, The Last Ride. Uh, you guys all watch that? I don't, okay. Yeah, I hope really everybody good. out there is watch. I thought it was great.
1: It's a great documentary. Uh, the fact that uh, Mark uh, lets you into his world, which for those who know in the business, um, Undertaker Mark uh, Calloway does not allow anybody in his personal life. Uh, pretty much when he does appearances he stayed in character the entire time mm-hmm. when he's seen in airports pretty much in character so for him to do that documentary over the past few years obviously he knows it's his last ride and god bless him it was very well done i find
0: it interesting though for a guy like
1: you said who doesn't allow
0: people into his private room you know his private life it's interesting how the filming started in 2013. i mean i, I don't True. know
1: i, I mean that... like... But a lot of that filming, don't forget, is also, you know, the WWE or whatever they want to call themselves in the media, right. uh, Colossal Video. They've been doing background stuff for years. Right. So I'm sure he's done some of that years ago. Could and, be. Sure. you know, probably going to be put out eventually. So
0: why not start? Absolutely. I look forward to Chapter 2 on Sunday. Dark Side of the Ring last night was the story of uh, the Road Warriors. Uh, I watched it. These guys have not watched it yet. Great story. Next week is the season finale. And uh, we, we didn't want to really bring this up with Ross to have him uncomfortable, but the season finale of Dark Side of the Ring next week is the Owen Hart tragedy uh, that night. So that's an interesting emotional story. We'll see how that pans out as well in and terms I, of
1: And I'm show. sure Ross always hears, Montreal Screwjob, right. Brett this, Brett that, Owen this, right. Owen that. And It's good to talk to him about Stampede him. Yes. and him and Stu in the yep. dungeon, those type of things.
0: Matt, why don't you talk about the Intercontinental belt? Something happened today.
2: Sami Zayn was relinquished of his Intercontinental championship because he hasn't been on TV or anything because of the fears of coronavirus. I think that's why he hasn't been on TV, but Mm -hmm. they took the belt from him and they're going to start an Intercontinental title tournament on SmackDown.
0: Do you think he should have had the belt removed because of circumstances that he could not control? I mean... Hell, Brock Lesnar certainly didn't offend his belt every 30 days, and he, he never had it taken off of his waist.
1: True. Just... Could be something in the back, too. Um, you know, locker room. Honestly, um, none of us will ever know.
0: Oh, I, yeah, of course not. Uh, you know, I, I get that, but it's just something interesting to, uh, to talk about. By the way, Th- uh, Thomas uh, Burnett asks, do we think Seth is leaving, too? Because Beck has, I, don't, I don't see any signs that Seth is leaving Not with the way the Monday Night Messiah thing Is starting to capture yeah.
2: He might leave for like a month or two When like she has the baby right. But he's not going anywhere I doubt got
1: change those diapers
0: <laughs> 702-329-6947 Is the call in line If you're outside the US Please call 855-502-4321 Twitter Hashtag thoughts count anywhere for your comments They will appear live like that one right there as well as the fact reminding you if you are a business owner or have a message that you want to get out, for a week, man, we're averaging, what, 30, 50, 60,000 views on our shows per week. You really need to call us and get some information about how you can ride that momentum and email us at info at Now that we're all connected to that email. Anyway,
1: our producer's saying nothing I know. tonight. <laughs> he's, he's not.
0: We keep backing him into a corner. and to his blessing, he's staying silent. Okay, um, pick a topic, guys. What's next? You want to hey, hit? Jason,
1: under? you're awful quiet over there tonight. He's in the dark. We yes. got to get
0: a light over there. We got to get you a flashlight, like when you're Take camping. Take a topic. Pick a topic.
3: Actually, I'm going to touch on uh, the thing with Becky Lynch and Oscar. Uh, I don't see Oscar holding that belt much, as far as for a long period of time, because she doesn't have that power of crowd draw like Becky has, Charlotte has, Alexa T-shirts, has. T-shirts,
1: merchandise, the whole they need, gimmick.
3: They need to have someone that fits that because, as I told Matt the other day, Becky was the female version of John Cena. Everybody wanted her shirt. Everybody wanted her merchandise. Now she's gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But what was she's gonna the She's going
2: to sell more mom shirts than
3: <laughs> <laughs> any other woman's going to sell a shirt. Wasn't there a meme
0: something about Seth costing the WWE more money or something <laughs> that you guys, that, that we were talking
1: about? I'll let man handle that one. FCC that <laughs> FCC's on that. listening, I'm no, sure. No,
0: FCC doesn't regulate internet. At
2: least not yet. You really want me to say this on sure, the air? Sure, why not? Yeah. Let's just go down that. There's nothing eh, dur- There not? wasn't anything
0: bad in there, was there?
2: No, it said the Seth The insinuation. Rollin, that's all. It said Seth Rollins sperm cost WWE more money than AEW has. There you go.
0: I mean, it is what it is, right? <laughs> Uh, Thomas Burnett, on the topic of Becky and, and all of that, he's actually bringing up a discussion. Is it safe for Seth to actually be going to work Then going back home to Becky because of the fear of the coronavirus. True. I think that is valid, but I don't see Seth being away for 9, 10, 11, 12 months at this point.
1: Well, if also, if you've been watching WWE Monday night programming, a lot of it is still taped. Of course. And then also, I'm getting really tired of seeing the same 8 to 10 wrestlers.
3: Absolutely. (laughs)
1: They just mix them up. And, you know, why don't they just take the salt and pepper shakers, move them around a little bit and rename them or whatever. But um, I'm sorry. It just, it's under there's no entertainment value anymore.
3: Hence, this, go the, ahead. this storyline with Seth is boring. I mean, I'm sorry, but Seth, he's a lot better than this.
1: Yeah. But the, the problem is you've got the eight or nine, 10 wrestlers that are there right yep. now because of the coronavirus. They live in the Florida area right. travel, you know, so they, and they taped a bunch of it. So they just really need to, uh,
0: but again, it's not through any fault of their own because no. of the situation, but yes, it does. It does certainly get a little tricky uh, with that. I had a thought that I was going to bounce into there, but, of course, it bounced right out of my head.
1: As it's easy to do it, Jerry. It way.
0: certainly is. By the way, as I look around this flipping room, I guess I am the elder statesman, so just you know, respect your elders. Um,
1: <laughs> Are you sure? As, Are the Aaron, the producer, not older?
0: No, I'm, he may have more hair that's gray than okay. I do. But oh, okay. I know what I was going to say. Courtesy of what you just brought up, if we had the theme song of Welcome Back, the wild card seems to be coming back to Raw and SmackDown. Where everybody can cross lines yep. now because they need talent on all the shows.
2: Yeah, they so. got to do something. They had the worst rating they've ever had for Monday Night Raw
1: after a pay per view, or what they call a pay per view now. Well, whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Next topic. Look, thank you.
0: Yes. Uh, where do you want to go next, guys? SummerSlam, looking for new location. Boston says no. Thank you. Um, How about Seth Rollins giving praise to Scarlett and our friend, Mr. Carrion Cross?
1: A lot of people have given praise to, uh, well, I still call him Killer. Yes. Um, But needless to say, uh, or my daughter calls him Uncle Kev. Um, Needless to say, he's gotten praise from Seth. He's also gotten praise from Shawn Michaels. How about Uh, the comment
0: Jim Cornette made? Yeah, Jim, (laughs) take your meds, Jim you want to paraphrase what he said for those who may not be in the know?
1: Well, basically, he uh, put over Scarlett more than Kevin by far, and I'm not taking anything away from Scarlett. You know, she, first of all, she's a great talent in the ring. If you actually watched her work, she's obviously stunning, a beautiful woman, and those two together make a great team. Basically, he compared them to Mark Marrow and Sable. I think I'd be more pissed at... <laughs> Being compared yeah. to Marrow. Yeah, no kidding. Um, especially if we lost the wife, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Eat, Ooh. sleep, F5, repeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say, um, Kevin or Carrion. Carrion. I uh, ordered my shirt, by the way. Mine's on the way. Yeah. You I ordered, I ordered had one. their shirt here first. No, Dang. you did. Yeah. You did. Um, but I
0: also ordered it through Rakuten, so I got to save like 1.5% off the price, too. So I got a little discount, I bet. Cool. I paid less than you did. I bet you did. It's because I'm Jewish. But right. anyway.
1: But I, I think Carrion uh, and Scarlett, and for those who watched AEW tonight, send your email. They, they do have a good <laughs> vignette tonight, which I think is definitely a huge push for him. Speaking We're on of NXT, not AEW. <laughs> now, <laughs>
0: speaking of NXT, there was some announcement or something that was big to do between Sean and Triple H, Matt.
2: They announced that they're going to have their next pay per view for NXT, which is going to be in your house. In my house? I don't to- have enough
0: room. <laughs> Sorry. A little Abbott and Costello there.
2: But since it's the 25th anniversary of the In Your House pay-per-views, they're bringing them back.
1: So it's going to be in your house in the Performance Center. Yes. <laughs> <Yep>. Okay. <laughs> from our house. Yeah, from our house. And they have the one fan. Oh, never mind. <laughs> the fan spinning. Uh, in sorts,
0: inside source, according to Thomas, Glenn says that they are tested every day after training and before shows and everything else. So according to that so
1: I get tested when I leave a bar too (laughs) we've gone down didn't we get tested
0: as we walked in (laughs) here tonight there was a little bottle there as we came in but anyway
1: all right. so that
0: was that um, Vince McMahon demonstrated a Wrestlemania bump to convince Gronk to show him the spot was safe what do you think what spot was that you, you, was there any indication as to what bump that I what was? I think he
2: jumped it? off that little podium thing that they were on.
0: Oh, when he captured the Could title? Could you imagine
2: being nervous and then seeing like a 70-year-old man do it? And that do man like, is in
1: better shape than all of us. Who are we kidding? Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Absolutely.
2: You go from <laughs> nervous to, oh, okay, I don't, have to do it now. Don't, That's don't
0: right. Don't hurt <laughs> the boss. Don't hurt the boss. That's right. Jeez. seven zero two three two nine six nine four seven. Give us your likes or dislikes regarding Money in the Bank. We have backlash now that's coming up, which I'm going to lead into the ending segment yesterday between Edge and Randy Orton, which everybody loved. Not me. Until, hang on. Maybe you didn't like it for the same reason. According to the guys that busted open as I was listening to them this morning, Charlie Caruso ruined the spot at the end by talking. Why didn't you like it?
1: I know I'm going to reiterate what I have, and it pisses off a lot of our listeners. Edge is way past his prime. Please, Edge, keep your history Keep the memories and stay retired. Because the only reason the match at WrestleMania was entertaining was it was not a wrestling match. And that's kind of what Randy told him. Because mm-hmm. I, I just don't see it. There's too much ring rust and don't do it. You He's got a, 30 days to get some of the rust off, yeah. Uh, okay, if it's not already taped. Um, <laughs> but no, ser- seriously, it just... Randy, you know, Randy's a Hall of Famer going into mm-hmm. and he, you know, he's towards the end of his career, but he's still in great shape and a great worker in the ring. Don't... I hate seeing the... I mean, I hate seeing Taker in the ring, to be honest with you. I want to remember them the way they were. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Ric Flair with short hair acting like a cartoon character. I want to see him holding the NWA, 10 pounds of gold, and fighting Dusty. I'm sorry I'm old school.
0: You want me to bring that belt in for you next week so I feel like... I have that belt.
1: Do the one that has the not in the globe from Harley Race's head? The original? No, not the original. Okay.
0: But mine is signed by Diamond Dallas Page. Jason, you had a comment.
3: I gotta agree with you, Scott, on that. It's, no. Yes.
2: That's yes. gonna go
1: to his head. I don't. don't.
3: I don't care.
2: Somebody, somebody, Scott to, at yeah. dot com. somebody always <laughs>
1: disagreed with me on this show. I feel like I'm so special <laughs> right now. <It's laughs>
3: the fact that and in Taker's last ride, the chapter one, he even said it. He goes, He's had fans come up to him and say, I watched Taker when he did this, this, and this, and this to his well, he son. he was telling it, right. Yeah. And he goes, and then when the father said that to the son, well, back in my day, Taker did this. And he's like, I, it really hurts me to hear that. Back yeah. in my day. Yeah, because it does. Right. And it's, it's, it's well, so true. kind of
2: expect that when you've been in the business for like 30 years. Yeah.
3: yeah. But it's, it's sad to see that. and it, The wrestlers nowadays, the ones that are the legends, stay, stay legendary. Stay the way that we know, it, remember you from when back in the day.
0: But you know what? It's, it's easy to say when you're not an athlete performing on that level. Look at how many professional athletes across all sports retire, and then a year or two later, they come back because they miss the spotlight and the routine and the discipline.
3: But Edge can, Edge can literally stay in the back and help out that way. He doesn't need to be sure, in the I ring. Sure, I agree with that.
0: And he's, he's done TV, which he's done successfully, and, and I agree with that, but I'm just saying in general scope, and you Have a guy like that? I mean, look at MJ and look at all these guys who look,
1: look MV- at Gronk MVP. MVP. MVP is horrible yeah. in the ring right yeah, now, absolutely. He's a great trainer, give him that and yes. back in the back. But you know, the fact that they have you know, they don't have enough wrestlers, they're having yeah. a ham wrestle, right? You know, I'm sorry, Taker. I, I, big analogy that I've always used it's like watching Willie Mays with the Mets, yeah. Oh. yeah, I remember that.
0: How about the Gronk? How about Gronk, though? I mean, did, do you think that? I mean, not to digress off of wrestling, we were talking about him a second ago, he retired. But was that, part, was that all part of the ploy to then go to Tampa Bay or wherever Brady was going to sign?
1: You know, he's had a lot of injuries over the past year, so I think yes. having a year off of football was probably good. really did him well. And everybody knew he was going to come back. I mean, if you didn't think he was going to come back, then something's wrong with you because he, he kept too close <laughs> You're to You're under a stone. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, we we are dwindling down within less than 10 minutes, so I think what we do before we move forward with anything else on our agenda, we're going to step away for a quick 30-second timeout. So we can pay somewhat of a bill. Power Play Sports Collectibles. By the way, do you want to make an announcement while we're here about
1: Power Play Sports Collectibles? Podcast? I already, I already gave you the discount. Oh, <laughs> I don't want a discount. I'm, I'm talking about the podcast. The podcast, yes. Yeah, Saturday mornings, 8 a.m., Power Play Sports Collectibles podcast, or television show, which I like to call it. Because I don't think we're just podcast. Um, think we'll, of this QVC. Yeah, we're going to come back on. Uh, <laughs> now you're going to make me pull up my calendar. We're going to come back to the airwaves on May 30th, barring our producer having some free time here at 8 a.m. on Saturday mornings. I don't he think does. he has to go me. too far. I was
0: going to say, and nor does he have anything going on because I'm here early Yes, <laughs> for, on Saturday. But don't
1: forget, we, you know, I, the listeners have been loyal to yes. me, the customer base, the vendors that do the shows. Uh, Saturday, May 30th, 8 a.m., we'll be right here on the network. My Facebook page, Power Play Sports Collectibles, will be there talking sports collectibles and things at the Boulevard Mall.
0: So with that 30-second timeout as we bring to you Power Play Sports Collectibles. We'll be right back. at the Boulevard Mall. Welcome back. What's that song that ends that way? Five, four, three, two, Mr. Tom or something? Oh, Agent, Tom, right. Agent Tom or something? But I'm glad we got rid of it for those who don't know the 666 number. So anyway, 702 uh, 329.
2: Is that boom mic still moving by
0: It is, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One day we'll share that story. All right, we, are, we, are, we have less than 10 minutes, so why don't you quickly share the major news about Impact, which you always love to share there, Mr. Matt?
2: Tesla wasn't on impact, so there ain't no big news. There you go,
0: exactly.
1: I, I do think it's interesting that they're uh, putting a lot of uh, little posters on their website of so and so resigned and so and so resigned, and I'm sitting there going, "They're missing who? somebody." <laughs> 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 and who cares?
0: Exactly. Uh, Somebody's
1: Tom,
2: contract's almost up,
1: and they haven't announced that one. Well, I do know that there's a puppy play date in the future. You know, our puppy and their puppy, and oh, you know,
2: oh.
0: Major Tom. Thank you. I knew there was a Major something with that five, four, three, two, one in there um are we talking about puppies where's jerry lawler jerry lawler here talking about no, puppies. not those puppies. oh not those puppies okay <laughs> uh thomas burnett says uh do we think cesaro will finally get the push for
1: the ic belt
2: i hope so it's it time Is him he, in there i kind of hope yes he no nah.
1: he's sky oh. man he doesn't sell t-shirts exactly yeah
0: but what but he was pretty with the cesaro section and all that stuff
1: yeah but he, his character has to play to a crowd and right now we don't know when a crowd's coming back. So <laughs> when you, he grabbed that beach ball and like tore it up, uh, that was like my favorite Cesaro moment.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But interesting question to
1: ponder. Okay, we only have a few minutes left. AJ Styles for the a- IC belt. Really? He sells t-shirts. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy be another one? Just to put the Hardy over the other Hardy in another oh, organization.
0: Oh, Oh. Got one possible. hitting
2: people with golf carts. The other one champion. <laughs>
0: That was an ugly spot where where they used a the golf cart. i do mean, not. I, don't know, but I it, got
1: hit by Tully Blanchard in the golf cart. Okay, okay never
0: mind. <laughs> you know, you, you win. Your that's your problem. The hard your, way. That's a that's a yeah. That's a you problem. Okay, hey, why don't we go over some uh,
1: celebrity birthdays before we go over some pop culture stuff, guys? Why don't you share some birthdays? I'll start with Scarlett. So obviously she had a great birthday. Uh, she's with her. Uh, Hubby, or whatever you want to call him, Killer Cross. <laughs> Carrion. 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 Yeah, because he, he posted in a lot of his sites, you know, the love of his life and happy birthday. And yes, mm-hmm. happy birthday, Scarlet. Godfather, locally here, for those who know him, Bear, Kama, huh? Papa Shango. We got him. because so why don't you guys go back and forth? Yeah. Let's read them off.
2: Uh, Zack Ryder's birthday is this week, along with. Earl and Dave Hebner, a couple legendary
3: referees. <laughs> the Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Superfly. Superfly.
0: How about on, the fourth one down? Why are you guys skipping the fourth one?
3: Farouk. Damn. That was the worst damn I've ever heard. Well, yeah, I don't exactly. have as deep a voice as he does. was quick.
0: Damn. 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 Well, you guys, you guys were taking forever <laughs> to get there. For er- a Earl
1: and Dave were born on the same day. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, one of them
0: was involved in the Montreal screw job, yes. whichever one that is.
1: One <laughs> well, that's is still running for Exactly. Brad. Oh, you know, running for his yeah. life. That I'm, night, if necessary. If right. you watch the documentary, he basically says he got out of the ring, went right he to his car. He was told to. They yeah, told him, they don't told him
0: even to. stop, go. Go right to your car. <laughs> Do not stop, go, pass, go. Do not collect 200 bucks, man. Get right in that car. Michael, Mike Canellis, uh, right? Alex Wright, whatever happened to him? He had such a great early run in WCW and then.
2: From what I've heard on other podcasts, he's still doing stuff in like Europe. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Over in Germany.
0: All right. That's that's because he had a very short run in WWE
2: at one point. Very, very short. Das Wonder yeah. Kid.
0: Yeah. He was big in WCW, but when he came over, he was he was he had, done for.
3: His last character in WCW was Berlin. That's right. That's oh my goodness.
0: Bring it up, uh, nightmares. Uh, <laughs> Dash Wilder, the Road Dog, right? And then the big one,
1: Andre the Giant.
0: Andre the Giant. Then next week. Well, we'll talk about this next week, but uh, the man featured in the finale of Dark Side of the Ring, which we talked about, he's got a birthday coming up, too, doesn't
1: he? No, actually, his was, his well, was last week. Last week. <laughs> That's what I said.
0: He had a birthday last week. Why is it towards hey. the end of the show? you? Because I get so happy with our guests, and we just, we just see that Ross is still watching our show on remote. So I'm glad he hear everything bad you guys had to say about him. We love you, Ross. His name (laughs) is
2: Aaron Phillips. That's right. Send your email. (laughs) Aaron at (laughs) (laughs)
0: ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com. Okay, very cool. So Ross is still out there. We thank you so much. Hopefully you're enjoying (laughs) what you're seeing. Uh, He's actually watching us to determine if it's worth asking Natty to come on. Shape up,
2: shape up, guys.
0: Come on, on, right. on, (laughs) come
1: Natty's coming on.
0: Oh, he waved? Okay, he waved. That's a good sign. Hope, I hope it was a full hand wave and not the single finger yeah. hand. Yeah, right,
3: exactly.
1: Natty, new Raw Women's Champion. There we go.
0: There you go. <laughs> there, she is well-deserved. I mean, she's so overdue for that.
1: She, anyway. She is a true professional and is teaching a lot of the ladies. Absolutely. How to Absolutely handle themselves. Absolutely she
3: is.
0: Pop culture, gentlemen. Let's talk about the couple items we have. I'm going to
1: stir up a lot of shit with this. Go ahead. You go first then. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Raiders released their schedule, and the tickets uh, for the games, you know, started a1,000 dollars for the Monday Night game versus the Saints. That is if it's played here. <laughs> Why, what were they saying about moving it? Uh, they can't not have it here now. Well, they might not have it in front of fans for one. Oh well. And Can we get a stimulus check for tickets? Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, <laughs> that's stupid. There is an organization called The Raiders, who have made a phone call to Salt Lake City to see if a stadium might be available. Well, I mean, everybody's worried that the Rams and the Chargers might play here because of their stadium situation. But that,
0: supposedly that was on target to be done in July. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm just reading what the early reports were.
1: <laughs> what Were you watching CNN or what? <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, watching TMZ. Yeah. RN and Raiders News for, Network. For, for somebody who knows somebody in the – construction side of the house they are still far behind schedule. All right. I They're got someone go? in
0: there too, but yeah. that that's good. You've got to know. That that's yeah. fine. Can you look up on your phone when Alex Wright was in the WWE um because <laughs> Thomas Thomas Burnett is asking. So, oh, okay. that's why right, thomas know. If it was you. It Wasn't get, for me. No. You know, I
1: I still am working on Thomas's shirt, okay? I remembered that.
0: His shirt? I know you. Wow,
1: are. you forgot. No, yeah. I didn't forget.
0: We See, remember. I, de- I delegate. See, that, really? that was Scott's thing. We got a shirt for you, Thomas. Do, do, it's all good. So we're going to get that day for is his
1: medication?
0: All right. Yeah, exactly. Can you, can you put it in IV? Yeah. Two squirts. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been watching Scott lately? Is that what you're referring to? Anyway. Uh, ha- gonna... That's
2: a casting couch, <laughs> couch question. No
3: comment.
0: NBA yeah. could hold the playoffs in Las Vegas. Nope. <laughs> okay. I didn't even hear that. I didn't know they were going to do that. Although Vegas was at one time thought of as a hub city to one point, the
2: commissioner was talking about opening um, using the strip to host the players and use like T-Mobile and gotcha. all the Thomas other places Mac around here like that, to yeah. host the NBA playoffs all in one place just to do it quickly, probably with no fans.
0: According to Thomas, Saad was actually laid down today at the stadium.
1: They got to start growing it somewhere. <laughs> So, hopefully, it's not,
0: hopefully
3: it's grass and not weed, or the right grass.
1: Anyway. So Alex Wright was only a part of WWE for the
3: invasion, and it was for a split second.
0: Really? I thought he spent a little more time in WWE than, oh. than just now. Nah. It was
3: only to be a part of the invasion when they all came in. When they bought, when yep. Shane bought. Okay. And all then right. after that, he was get, gone.
0: Get their last paycheck and leave. Pretty Is much. <laughs> can you cash this? No, go to a casino get chips, and you can cash it down there. So, Thomas, I hope that uh, answered your question. Okay, and the last thing, Yes. Jerry Stiller, part of the um, Mira and Stiller, Stiller and Mira comedy husband and wife team. Of course, every, a lot of people know him more recently from Seinfeld and then uh, with King, uh, of King of Queens as well. Ninety um, something, I believe, is 92, 91. I think it was 92. Yeah, and so. you know
1: what? I'm going to stir more shit. I liked him better than his son.
0: <laughs> I, I, you know what I, I, you're I not stirring shit I agree with you I think Jerry I think Jerry was so much funnier than ben. naturally funnier yeah absolutely like, you know I think Ben is better served behind the camera you know the, yeah. the, the dodgeball movie and all that sort yeah. of stuff nah didn't do much for me so I do agree with you on that and you know I, I have Sears in my car so I listen to the comedy channels mm-hmm. whenever they bring up a skit from he and his wife all the time awesome you, you're just you know geared, geared to, to listen to it all right, we only have a couple of seconds left. Gentlemen, any uh, closing thoughts? Again, we want to thank Ross Scott, who is. Ross Scott. Scott. Wow. Scott. You got me all messed up. Ross Hart. Yes. Hart. Sorry, thank Ross. Thank you, Ross, for coming on in. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Thank what you I'd so say. much. Anything
3: else? Jason, final thoughts going out. Thanks to the uh, first responders and everybody helping Nevada somewhat try to get back to normal.
4: Yeah.
2: Stay safe,
1: everybody. Stay safe. See you in a few weeks on Thoughts... (laughs) 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 Everybody's (laughs) doing it. Yeah, Thoughts Count Anywhere and also Power Play Sports Collectibles. And guess what? You're going to be stuck with me on this Saturday on another show. Yes,
0: this Saturday, uh, Our House, Our Voice, 10 a.m. right here, um, sitting in with my guest co-host, Mr. Scott Hosey, will be co-hosting with me. Alan Snell will be on to talk about uh, his latest article about the prices, the resale prices of the Raiders tickets, among other sports-related stuff. So jointhefan.com check it out, I believe everybody in this room is a member but one, that Jason will go unnamed but um, wow, Jason54
1: at thoughtscountanywhere.com
0: <laughs> anyway uh, so yeah, so 10am and then Twin Brothers uh, Noontime and then, uh, listen, I got five shows now on this network, I'm lucky I even know what day it is and I've got more in the works with that, have a great week everybody, I'm to for the rest of the crew, The Fiend is on the way be safe, be happy, be merry, we'll see you next week right here on Thoughts Count Anywhere, thank you Ross <laughs>